The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ask the Landlord with our favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City, Pittsburgh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and Washington, D.C. renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. If you have a question for Albert and you want to call us, leave us a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline. That number is 646-580-3015. How are you today, Albert? I'm well, Melissa. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to talk to you a little bit more again. Yeah, it's going great. And so we're we're half more than halfway to 100 episodes, which is so exciting. What an accomplishment. I'm so proud of us. So Thank good you. job. <laughs> Thank you. So today I want to talk about what do you think is the most important piece of advice that you could offer to new or prospective landlords? Someone who's thinking about becoming a landlord, what what do you what's your advice for them? That's a good question. So, you know, I, I have a similar response to when people say, oh, I want to get into real estate. <laughs> and I laugh because it's so vast. You know, it's like, oh, I, I want to be a landlord. I want to own property. I'm like, okay. Um, there's a lot to, obviously, we're standing on it. It's all over the place, the whole world, right? So you're like, okay, what, uh, why? I would say people have, a way to think about what their goals are is important first, I think. And I think it starts with your like lifestyle first, like what, uh, how are you going to relate to it? How does it fit into your lifestyle? What's the, you know, are you going to manage it yourself? Not, uh, is it going to be near you, not near you? What's the, like, those are things that inform the kind of, property you're going to look to get involved in. Also, I think sometimes people get, you know, thrust upon being a landlord, like, oh, they have a family member that they inherited or they're taking care of a property. So uh, sometimes you don't have a choice, you know, you're uh, handling something. So first a lifestyle, I would say then like, oh, what's your, how does this relate to your finance, your finances? But I'm not saying that you should look for a property first. What I'm saying is you should think about how this fits into your life, what you want to do, then, you know, how much money do you need to produce with it, right? And then, you know, getting into a place where you're like, oh, um, this is how much I have to bring in. This is the kind of business I want to be in, you know, because you could be a landlord for retail spaces. You could be a landlord for office buildings. You could be a landlord for industrial spaces. You could be a landlord for homes, apartment buildings, seniors, uh, nursing facilities, right? Uh, student housing. So I'm just picking a lot of stuff. So you're like, oh, okay. Uh, and then where is that going to be? You know, that is the best advice first is like figure out where you want to focus, what areas um, and how that relates. For example, when I started, I was going to be the manager of the property and I was going to do it. You know, when I started, I didn't think it was going to be full time. But then when I, I quickly realized for me, that I needed to be a full-time thing uh, for me to be uh, successful at it. 
And then I also said, well, you know, I'm, I, I have to buy properties that I'm going to feel comfortable uh, going to, you know, and I had a, and that helped shaped, shape the kind of properties I was looking for. So for example, it was a 90 mile radius from my house. Uh, I had to feel comfortable going there uh, safe, safety wise, you know, I wanted to feel good about the providing housing, like for, you know, where I was. So there were things that I, I, that shaped the kind of properties I was looking for. Um, and then, you know, some experience also shaped uh, the properties that I was looking for. But in the beginning, you could see I was more of a loose, uh, looser definition. I started with that. Um, and then I, I did have a certain return uh, threshold that I was working with. Uh, for example, you know, today you could put money in the bank at say 5% or 4%, right? So you're like, oh, okay, well, if I'm going to buy a property and manage it and be the landlord, then, you know, I need to earn more than that for whatever reason, right? I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but, you know, so then that sets the bar, right? So then you start looking around for how to produce that, you know? So there was a criteria and, and standard for me when I started of a certain return that I was looking for if I was going to be active in this business. Um, so then that informed the kind of things I was doing. So I started buying houses and then, you know, I learned a lot and then moved to more buildings, apartments, but, um, but it's certainly a good place to start. And then once you get into the details, it's like mapping out what the numbers would look like really, you know, before you buy the property, I would say you could also practice. You could say, look, I'm a, what if I bought this property and it could look at it as if you owned it, what would you do? You know, those are the things you're looking for, right? So you know, you could really start mapping it out. And there's a lot of good tools out there online, um, calculators, different kinds of things that you could uh, use. And a lot of re research and information today uh, about being a landlord and being able to uh, use technology to increase your um, education and capabilities. So you mentioned that you started this part-time kind of, do you think that most landlords, it is their full-time job or is it kind of a part-time situation? What's your take on that? I don't know. I, I think that a lot of people um, have maybe have a secondary property or may own another property that they um, they call an investment property. I don't know. Um, so uh, if you're going to be serious in this business, um, and do it full time. It can be full time, but I, I, am sure there are a lot of people out there that have, you know, a, ha a, a, a house or an apartment or something they're involved in, whether they're a landlord. Um, and I got a strange question for you. Do you consider short-term rental property owners like Airbnb, VRBO, do you consider them landlords? Would you use that term? Sure. Meaning people that are, uh, doing short-term rentals. Sure. Yeah, sure. but it could be for two nights, a week, you know, a month. They are. You know, there's a business there. Uh, Definitely. Do you think that's a good, like, a gateway into, you know, being what we define as a true landlord? We can be, sure. 
Sure. And it's a different kind of uh, approach, but it certainly can be. I mean, you know, um, the short-term rental business or the vacation rental business, it's, it's, it's a way, it's a way of being a landlord for sure. For sure. There's people that do that, just do that. Yeah. yeah I've seen a lot of people, you know, on social media, they try to show you how to quickly profit off of, you know, I have three rental properties and it is not easy. It They no, make no. it look easy. It is not easy. No, a wise man once told me, you know, the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, but the water bills are higher, right? So <laughs> I appreciate that you're saying that, but, you know, the reality is, you know, it just doesn't happen. Um, so it takes, you know, like anything else, uh, time, dedication, education. Um, spreadsheets. Spreadsheets, you know. <laughs> and it's something you could you could work at and learn. And um, obviously there's no replacement for doing it, so. Partnering with somebody in the initially or learning from somebody is a good idea, something like that. Apprenticing, uh, taking it slow. Those are all good ideas, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. So tell the listeners out there, if you have any questions about becoming a landlord. We'd love to have become, you. Right, yeah, we'd, we'd love, love to, to even them. have you on the show. Send us a voicemail. Send Albert a DM at Ask the Landlord on Instagram and call us. 646-580-3015. We'd love to hear from you. And he'd love to help you and guide you in your endeavors to becoming the next landlord. Very much so. Thank you. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at AskTheLandlord and check out his TikTok at AskTheLandlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.